We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for 4 uh, April 22nd, 2012. Next article, Bill allows the IRS to deny Americans' right to travel. Now, kind of went over this in the last audio clip, but th- we're going to get a little bit more in depth here. Uh, Senator Barbara Boxer's MAP-21, which stands for Moving Ahead for the Progress in the 21st Century Act, isn't that sound nice, is headed to the House after clearing the Senate last month. Boxer's bill allows the federal government to revoke passports of citizens the IRS claims owes taxes. I've also read now that it will deny you your ability to buy a firearm as well, which we heard in the last clip as well. Going further, it says, There is no requirement that the taxpayer be guilty or even charged with tax evasion, fraud, or any criminal offense. Only that the citizen is alleged to owe the IRS, the great Satan, back taxes of $50,000 or more, reports the Daily Economist. Just the alleged accusation. And, you know, you're guilty. You are guilty until proven innocent. I mean, it's about as bad as it gets. In other words, the Fourth Amendment will become irrelevant in many tax cases if this legislation makes it through the House. MAP-21 does, however, face opposition by some Republicans. I would say, to, to be the Lord's will, pray that this thing get defeated. Uh, in order to blunt criticism, Boxer's bill is being portrayed in a standard class warfare fashion. According to CBS and others, saying the law will be used to go after wealthy tax scoffers who uh, who owe the IRS 50000 or more, so the average citizen need not to worry. Yeah, right. But the fact that the IRS routinely leans on little guys and small business owners, for instance, in 2010, the owner of a car wash in Sacramento, California, was harassed by the IRS after the government said that he owed four cents in back taxes, which miraculously became $200 after three years of penalties and fees. Well, you talk about interest. Four cents goes to $200? The IRS also used the by the establishment as a political weapon, as, a various, as various Tea Party organizations around the country recently learned. In January and February of this year, the IRS began sending out letters to various local Tea Parties across the country, writes Colleen Owens. The Federal Wealth Confiscation Agency... Um, Ask the political groups to identify their volunteers and donors. What possible reason would the IRS have for tea parties to know the name of your donors when said donations are non-deductible? Owens notes most tea party organizations are non-profit 501c4 and donations are not deductible. Well, they want to know who's giving to like the tea parties so that you know they can target them. Uh, so, in other words, it's used as, as a political tool as well. Chief Justice John Marshall once observed that the power to tax involves the power to destroy. That is precisely what the government often attempts to do, as former Florida House Speaker Marco Rubio discovered in 2010. The IRS no longer is strictly about taxes. Top IRS officials have been working with Democrats on Capitol Hill to determine how the agency will enforce President Obama's new health care law. <laughs> I mean, we got the most wicked, evil health care law in the history of mankind. And guess who's going to be the enforcer? The IRS. That's who's going to be the enforcer for that wicked, evil Obamacare law. 
Um, and the top IRS officials are working with Democrats on Capitol Hill to determine how the agency will enforce President Obama's new health care law. Republican lawmakers estimate the legislation will require the hiring of many more thousands of new and armed IRS tax agents. Fox News reported last month, quote, under the new law, the IRS is required to fine taxpayers thousands of dollars if they do not purchase health insurance. In order for the government to enforce compliance, tax authorities will need information for the first time uh, about people's health care. Collecting the data will require more IRS personnel. In short, the IRS will act as an enforcer armed to the teeth for Obamacare. That, That is if it is not ruled to be unconstitutional by the Supreme Court in June. Well, I'm not holding my breath on that. But again, things to potentially pray about. Because, I mean, pure wickedness we're dealing with here. Pure evil. The IRS is but one component of an increasingly tyrannical and militarized federal government. The Department of Homeland Security recently stoked concerns by contracting a company to provide them with 450 million rounds of hollow-point bullets. These aren't regular hollow points either. I saw pictures of them, and I mean, they are these body shredder kind of hollow points. I mean, it's got a partial metal jacket with like, it looked like two layers of, oh man, I mean, you get hit with one of these things, and I mean, (laughs) uh, it, it it is, they are the most lethal hollow points I have ever seen in my life. So, Department of Homeland Security, you know, they've, they've, uh, they've just put in an order for 450 million hollow, of these hollow point bullets. The contract stipulated that ATK would provide Homeland Security with these bullets over a five-year period. The federal agency also purchased 200 million rounds of bullets back in 2009 and has an open bid for up to 75 million rounds of also 223 ammo. As the American Dream blog pointed out, the Department of Homeland Security is only supposed to be shooting at people very rarely. It simply does not make sense that they would need to get so much ammunition. Well, unless they were going to wage war on the American public, which is what they're planning for. Now, the federal agency is also purchasing bulletproof checkpoints booths that include stop-and-go lights coming to a highway or road near you. As Paul Joseph Watson writes today, a press release from Shelters Direct brags about how they provided the DHS with bulletproof resistant guard booths. Images of the booths from the company's website, and this is all linked, like you can click on the links and see pictures of the, of the booths and see pictures of, uh, or go further into these articles. Uh, the website suggests the guard shacks will be used as control checkpoints. The Department of Homeland Security has publicly announced that it plans to also increase the number of unannounced checkpoints manned by the TSA Viper teams. Good old TSA, you know, perverts and pedophiles groping the children and, and you know, the women and the men committing essentially sexual assault all, you know, under the guise of national security. Anyway, yeah, they, uh, they plan to increase the number of unannounced checkpoints manned by the TSA Viper teams and other federal agents beyond, 9, beyond the 9,300 that were set up last year alone. The IRS 
the IRS move, move on supposed tax scoffers by denying them the ability to travel abroad is part of a larger effort to control the movement of citizens in the same way citizens in the Soviet Union were forced under the Propiska laws to ask the government for permission to travel. And, ex- and exiled dissidents were forced to live in isolated, far-flung towns under virtual house arrest. As we noted in 2011, an internal passport for Americans is codified under the December 2004 Intelligence Reform and Terrorism Prevention Act. If fully implemented, Ron Paul has warned, it will allow the government to establish a Soviet-style internal passport system that would subject every citizen to surveillance and screening points of the sort the DHS is now expanding across America. And again, this is a big reason why I did that Psalm 64 imprecatory prayer teaching. You know, hear my voice, O God, in my prayer. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, which is what we're dealing with here. So, if you haven't listened to that, just key in Psalm 64 or 64 in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and um, listen to that because I, I will do believe it will change your life for the better. Uh, okay, and then we get into, okay, which is kind of related. All of this stuff is kind of related to one another in, in regard to triggering mechanisms. Um, Tehran says if Iran is attacked, nuclear devices will go off in American city, cities. Kayon, the influential Iranian newspaper that is under the direct supervision of the offices of the Supreme leader, I'm assuming the Ayatollah Khomeini, reports that if Iran is attacked, there will be nuclear blasts in American cities. I This is what I've been saying. <laughs> They've had their terrorist cells set up here for, I really believe, in some cases, decades. I've known about this for a long time. They're just waiting for the go light. And there's a good chance they've got some type of nuclear dirty bomb devices that they can detonate. Okay, We go in there, and if Iran is attacked, they're saying there will be nuclear blasts in American cities. That's all it's going to take. That's one of the many scenarios it would take to plunge us into total chaos. Remember, the motto of the 33rd degree Freemason is order out of chaos. They're going to bring the new world order, in this case, out of the chaos they create. And they're going to have a great excuse. Well, we went and attacked Iran, and, and then all of a sudden these dirty nuclear bombs went off. I mean, you know, what can we do? <laughs> Even though they knew about it all along, and they knew that they'd been here, and they haven't, you know, done anything to they let the illegal aliens pour across the, the southern border. And, and many of them are known terrorists. A few of them are caught every once in a while. They, they find, you know, Islamic information on the border all the time. It's, it's well known. I've played the news clips They've poured in from, from that, and there's, there's thousands of them here, just waiting for the green light. And that's just one possible case scenario for martial law, which will trigger so much of what I just talked about. You, you see what I mean about the precarious position we're in in America? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. So going further, also in the article, the FARS news agency run by the Iran Iran Revolutionary Guard Corps quotes, uh, this warning raised the pitch of Iranian U.S. anti-rhetoric to, to a new high on Tuesday as 47 world leaders gathered in Washington for President Obama's nuclear security summit. 
The statement published by Kayan, Kayan, which is this news agency, Iranian news agency, said, quote, if the U.S. strikes Iran with nuclear weapons, there will be elements which will respond with nuclear blasts in the centers of America's main cities. Now, martial law gets imposed, Obama's in office, indefinitely. Just so you know, that's the way it goes. For the first time, Debka Files military sources report Tehran indicated the possibility of passing nuclear devices to terrorists capable of striking inside the United States. Now, again, I'm just giving you excerpts, almost, from these articles. There's links where you can read the whole article uh, if you want to go further. Okay, let's go to the next article. We're really switching gears again here. This is entitled Pedophile Symbols and Codes. I found this email, this website, somebody had sent it to me. The person that puts up this website is not a Christian, but they really put out some dynamite information exposing pedophiles. Uh, This actual article is from July 7th of 2009, and uh, I give you the links to where the source information is. They've got a ton of other links on the website regarding all the subjects that relate to the pedophiles and the way, the slimy ways they go about doing what they do and bragging about what they do as well. So, the man writing the article says, I recently posted a comment left by a supposed self-proclaimed pedophile in which he suggests my pedophile symbol collection is outdated by listing variants he and his ilk often used to fool the public. After posting the comment, I was asked for more information on the symbols. I have gone through all of the posts I've made previously to gather the symbols and online codes into this one post for easy reference. Please feel free to copy and paste the following anywhere and everywhere you feel it will do some good. Which is what I'm doing here today. It's going to be on page... Probably on about page 11 or 12 of the PDF for this teaching. And again, we're looking at a whole bunch of symbols here. Now, I can't really... You're going to have to go and look at the PDF to actually see the symbols. Obviously, I can only relay them to you so much. Um, But the one is like a... Kind of like a triangle within a triangle. Kind of almost looks Egyptian. And then a heart within a heart, like a pendant. And there's different ways. These symbols mean different things. Like this one symbol, it's a blue one. Um... It's, it's a blue triangle within a triangle, and that stands for boy lover. Meaning, it's a man that loves boys. Okay? I mean, we're talking really sick stuff here. But, you know, we're supposed to expose and reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and have no fellowship with them. This is definitely not something I think we want to bury our head in the sand about. And you know what was so disgusting? I was reading this guy, and he was talking about how he had went in and tried to, like, um give this information to one of the, uh, the, like, the mothers in, like, the uh, Girl Scout troops, the mothers there that had their little girls in there, okay? And it's like the women wanted nothing to do with any of this information. And I think to myself, okay, so you want your little girl being molested. You, you want to not be educated so that you're taken unawares and you're destroyed for lack of knowledge and you're ignorant of Satan's devices so that hopefully your little girl will be molested someday or abducted or whatever because you're unwilling to even look at the, the, the signs and symbols these devils use? Wouldn't you want to expose them if you really cared about your child? 
It doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, there's all these different sick ways these devils communicate with one another. And I pray to God he expose every one of them and that there's no place for them to run or hide. Because these are the sickest of the sick. The, the, the pink heart within the pink heart is, is the girl lover logo. Meaning a guy, if you saw them wearing that. Okay, that means he is a pedophile that goes after little girls. If you saw a guy wearing a blue um, triangle within a triangle, that's a guy that goes after little boys. Um, then there's the this butterfly one, which is just means child lover. There's then this one that means little boy lover, and then there's jewelry that they wear. There's rings, uh, pendants. They stamp coins. It shows a, a real quarter, like a real issue quarter with like Washington's head on it. And it's got this triangle boy lover symbol stamped into the side of his head. You're going to you're gonna have to get it like some type of um, punch press, not a punch press, but a stamp press that could exert thousands of pounds of force to do something like that. I know my dad used to have a factory and you know, you'd have the capability with some of the machines he had maybe to do something like that. We're talking, you got to be really serious about it to do something like that. Um, but it's good to look at these symbols so you can understand. This is how they communicate with one another. These images were discovered by undercover volunteers on a website created by online sexual predators where they instruct young girls and children that sex with older men is natural and their parents are lying to them and cannot be trusted because they are possessive and don't want their children to feel good. These sick devils. They also have a whole thing on there about this new, I never even heard of it, this new show. I knew about that Toddlers and Terror show, but there's this new one, Dance Moms. And that's the, like if you go to their homepage right now, that's what they're keen on. And they're, they're showing how all the pedophiles are just absolutely loving that show. And just loving what they're doing to the little girls. And, and how they're just, you know, like like vultures. Like drooling vultures regarding that show. Anticipating the next episode. Or, or finding creative ways where they can go in. And coming up with creative ideas where they could go in and try to have access to these children. And how shows like that are making this so much more... Um, I don't know. It's it's giving them all kind of ideas, and it's it's just giving them all kind of, of of sick, twisted. It's feeding into their sick, twisted fantasies, essentially. Really, some sick stuff here. It has been speculated by some around the internet in discussion that these symbols, that these meanings, and even their existence of the symbols are untrue. But those statements have been made by pedophiles whose primary goal is to corrupt the exposed discoveries about them. Obviously, they're like cockroaches. They don't want to be discovered. So they're just going to say, oh, no, there's no truth to any of that. Well, they're liars. These people have often used these symbols on their own websites. And their jewelry is no figment of our imagination. A heart within a heart uh, is a uh, GL logo or a girl lover logo. Is used by pedophiles attracted to girls. The heart in a heart to them represents a Adult female child relationship. A blue spiral shaped triangle or a BL logo or boy lover symbolizes a boy small triangle surrounded by an older male larger triangle. So think of the outer triangle 
as the adult, because they're larger, and the inner triangle as the smaller. So in other words, the heart within the heart. They're, they're, they're like, it's almost, it's sick, but that's what they're doing. Now it makes sense to me, looking at that. Um, is meant to show, um, okay, then the butterfly is a child lover, commonly looks like four touching hearts. A pink or blue represents non-preferential gender pedophiles. They can, you know, they like either boys or girls. So, you know, the butterfly one. And then the yin-yang looking circle is a GCG logo used in reference to the website Common Ground logo, which was created as a place for both boy and girl attracted pedophiles to meet and sympathize with each other. Sympathize? Sympathize. Yeah, there's there's no sympathy in the white hot flames of hell. That's my message to them. There's no sympathy in those flames where the worm dieth not. Sympathy. You devils from the pit of hell. (laughs) Anyway, the pink and blue triangles is the Amaro symbol and is a variation of the CG logo. Recently, I received a comment from a suspected pedophile bragging about the newest innocent designs for unrelated issues. The purpose for using these common images is to fool society into not thinking twice when seeing someone wearing these items. In the words of the person who commented me, we do not adhere strictly to the shapes you posted. Now, this is the pedophile talking. We do not adhere strictly to the shapes you posted. We can modify them slightly and still recognize other girl and boy lovers. I am sure you have seen the new necklace design by Jane Seymour. You probably have a pendant of your own. The ladies like them. So do little girls and little girl lovers. When, when asked about mine and why I wear a bit of women's jewelry, I say it is a reminder of my dead wife and child. These devils have absolutely no fear of God and no shame. But you know what? When they step off into eternity, when they die, they'll have plenty of fear of God one second after they're plunging into hell. Don't you know, this is back to the pedophile, don't you know people don't like talking to widowers because it's a sore subject? See how evil they are? They're so, they're pure evil. There is, is, if you could look into their soul, it's pure darkness. There is no good within them. I don't believe there's any redemption possible for them. I don't see a lot of born-again previous pedophiles coming out of the woodwork. I'm not saying it's with God it's not possible. I'm just saying I haven't seen one to date. Okay, I'm not saying it's not possible. But I, very few. Very few. Uh, anyway, it, then he goes on to say, they would rather change the subject fast, and so I escaped further prying into my necklace that signals other girl lovers that I am a girl lover. See, it's very important for these sick, twisted devils to network. Very important for them, it seems, as though they have got to have affirmation from other sick devil degenerates like themselves. Because misery loves company. Wickedness loves wickedness. You know? It reminds me of the end of Romans, verse chapter 1, where it talks about, you know, having not only the, you know, the, do they have pleasure in those things that they do, but they also have pleasure in them that do the same wickedness that they do. You know? 
So going further, um, for my BL attraction, meaning my boy lover attraction, I don't. I I don the Wiccan triple knot. Wow, the same symbol that's on the cover of the New King James Bible. Yeah, same one. The Wiccan triple knot. Essentially, it's a triquetra symbol. It's just a triquetra symbol. It's a little different. But it's essentially a very similar design. The triquetra symbol. The triple Wiccan goddess symbol. And I don't think they're putting it on there now, but they used to put it on the New King James Bible. Right on the cover. Oh, it's the symbol of the Trinity. Yeah, the Wiccan Trinity. It was like the, the, the witch, the crone, and the maiden or something. It's, it's their triple Wiccan goddess symbol. And that's what they, that's what they wear. It's, except this one is not only tri- the triquetra symbol, but it's a triquetra symbol with a circle through it. Okay? So, um, let me read that again. For my BL attraction, my boy lover attraction, I don the triple Wiccan knot. I know two of girl lovers who use the Roxy Surfer Girl heart logo. And boy lovers who use the Pagan Vol knot. And again, I'm not... I, there's pictures of all of this here, okay? Just so you know. It's on like page 12 or 13. Uh, the PDF for... Uh, April 22nd, 2012. These are both variations of the girl lover, girl lover heart logo and the boy lover triangle logo, but the public will never know the difference. Well, we do now, devil. Now, here's this Jane Seymour thing. I'm looking at a picture of it. You would never, I mean, if you saw a guy wearing it, it would look weird. But I mean, you know, he says, oh, it's a reminder of his widow wife. Yeah, right. So here's what they look like. And um, the uh, Triple Wiccan Goddess Knot, the Jane Seymour Double Heart Necklace, uh, this, I think this is the Roxy Girl Surfer logo, uh, and then this um, inter, interlaced triangle thing, which, which is also very highly occultic. Yeah. Taylor was asking me about the Jane Seymour one. But, I mean, these devils, I mean, they go to great lengths to hide in plain view, kind of. They they really take this seriously, you know. And we need to take it seriously, too. So, again, symbols of uh, Jane Seymour's necklace, triple wicked knot, Roxy, Surfer Girl, and the Valk knot necklace. Okay, that's the one where you have, it, it looks like three triangles interlaced, you know. So that's what the, these symbols look like. And the thing is, is, is unless you've got a photographic memory, you're going to need to look at these a few times because you, the tendency is to look at them and then go on your way and forget about it. And, not, and then when you see it out in public, you're not going to know, you're not going to remember. So it's something you'd want to look at. Um, now, Alice Day is a celebration by pedophiles and child rapists who have distorted the relationship between Alice Liddell and Charles Dogson, the author of Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Um, Though you might know him by his pen name, which was Lewis Carroll. They claim there was a sexual relation between he and the child just because 
he would take her and other children on rowing trips, telling them stories he would create through his own imagination. This has become known as the Alice myth, and has absolutely no foundation in truth. Now, that's what he says. I don't know. Okay? Uh, this was accomplished by naming the naming of a pedophile site used to lure young girls in a way to introduce them to sex with older men. The site is named Annabella, or Girl Chat. This is their twisted distortion of Edgar Allan Poe's poem, Annabelline. The pedophiles and child rapists have adopted what they call Alice Day in celebration of who they revere as a pedophile's hero and their own sick ideas of little Alice and children like her, of enticing children with stories and other, any other means to gain access to their victim. There are many ways pedophiles and sexual predators will celebrate this day and this month. Number one, now this is a big one, find activities in their area involving children, such as parties, park outings, and sporting events. Okay, so that's a big one. That's something to think about. I mean, you, you go to like something like a park or whatever, you don't really think about that too much. But these guys go to like parks and wherever they can have public access to children, if nothing more than just to spy and to look, it, it, like voyeurism, and just to, just to look at like a little girl or a little boy playing and fantasize. I mean, it is sick. It is mega, mega, really sick. But the thing is, is most of the time, we're going to have our guard down. We're not even going to think about that kind of stuff going on. But they're not. They're really some sick cookies out there. And they do this stuff. So it's something to think about. They will watch the children, photograph the children, attempt to have a, a BM or GM, which stands for boy moment or girl moment. This introduced, this includes a conversation with the child in which they could gain information to get to the child at a later date. So they'll come up, I mean, it reminds me, you know, some, some old, old codger, you know, coming up, maybe he's got an ice cream cone or something, or, or, or some old guy, he got a balloon, he give, you know, give it to the little kitties and these types of things. And inwardly, the guy is a ravening pedophile wanting to rape that child and defile them to the nth degree. I, I wish it wasn't this way, but it is. I'm not saying everybody's like that, obviously, but there's a good percentage, and I, I got news for you, it's only going to get worse as things get more wicked. Evil men and seducers, the Bible says, shall wax, meaning grow, worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. 2 Timothy 3.13. So that's what we're dealing with here. This includes, so, a conversation with a child, so they could get information about the child. However, this could also include just sitting back and watching a particular child at play. So be aware of this. If you're in a public setting... Okay, they appraise a child's form as if as if it were a stripper in a club, and they write the moment down later for their friends online and in real life, so they can report back to their sick friends, so they can all have share the sick same fantasies they're doing. With added feelings of desire, they had while exploring the child's body with their eyes and filthy minds. I want you to get mad about this. I want you to get mad. This should bring righteous indignation, which is an attribute of God. I believe that because the church doesn't address issues like this is the reason things have gotten so out of control. 
And again, I've done a, <laughs> the studies I've done on this subject. You go into the highest levels of, of, of political offices and government and you name it, and that's where a ton of these people are. Why? Because you got to think. These are the most sick, twisted, sold-out-to-Satan devils that ever walked the planet. Okay, Who could Satan use the most readily, the, the most mightily, but somebody that has this type of perverted addiction? I mean, somebody that would do this, there's nothing they wouldn't do. There's nothing, they'd slit their own mother's throat if, 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 they could, if they could have access to one of these children, most likely. You know, So, obviously, that's the type of person that Satan would want to have or use. Not only that, they would be also the best to blackmail. Because if they ever did get out of line, they've got so much on them already because of their sick, perverted twisted desires, and they've already got all of this documented, that they say, well, if you ever get out of line, we'll, we'll, we'll expose you to the world. Which happens with a lot of these politicians you see now. They got out of line, they did something wrong, and, and, they, and they expose them every once in a while, just to send an example. Not only that, the religious figures that get caught in these, like, these sick, twisted things that a lot of these, these guys, like that Eddie Long guy, having sex with those young... Uh, boys in, in his church, and, and you could go on and on and on about that. So these people are at the highest levels of religion, government, politics, you name it. These are the type of, of people that are, are near the, the top of the food chain. And unfortunately, you know, um, that's the way it is. And again, but if we don't know about it, if we're not aware of it, how can we ever even pray against it? So, um, so keep in mind that a child does not have to be nude or even in a bathing suit to be visualized that way by these sick people. Number two, they seek victims for themselves, either through the first option, which was what we just talked about, like the park, going to a park or something like that, or by riding around looking for easy targets. Children walking alone, children playing outside with no supervision, children wandering in a store with an inattentive parent, um... And then he says, I don't have to tell you the rest as victim says it all. In other words, they abduct him. Number three, seeking victims for others. Uh, the information they attain through their boy, girl, boy or girl moment is not always kept to themselves. Especially on Alice Day. They get that information and share it in their, to, to their pedophilia uh, ring of friends so that others will have a chance at acquiring a victim at a later date. The children they snare also often become shared sexual toys for themselves as well as others in the group. There's no death that's too good for them. There's no death that's too good for these devils. The Bible says it's better that a millstone be hung about their neck and they be cast in the midst of the sea than they offend one of these little ones that believe on me. That's what Jesus Christ said. Oh, there's a special spot in hell for you, Mr. Pedophile, doing this garbage. Real special spot in hell. Also, they wear pink and girl logo images, which is what we had talked about earlier. Uh, additionally, I recently posted remarks by pedophiles on a pedophile site in regards to the attire they wear to celebrate Alice Day and the lighting of pink candles. So I want to get as much of this information out so people are made aware of this so that they can identify people that are doing this crap. This garbage, because this is pure evil. Now, 
This one was, this is by a pedophile. This is straight from a pedophilic um, chat room. And um, they say, this one guy says, free thinker, girl lover says, I will be wearing my GL logo t-shirt with my GL logo pendant for all to see. Now, this is on Alice Day. Okay. Um, And um, let me see here real quick. Yeah. Um, this is on this, this, this Owl's Day that they celebrate. Okay. So, I'll be wearing my GL Logo t-shirt, my GL Logo pendant for all to see. I guess I will be doing what I do every day. Just hang out with friends and maybe, if it's nice out, skateboard a bit, etc. I don't have a little girl friend, so I won't be spending any time with little girls or boys, but I will go to the park and, wa- and LG watch, meaning little girl watch. I also try to do a bit of CL activism uh, on Alice Day, meaning they're promoting the pedophilia, or any other day for that matter, in a sense that every time I see an opportunity, I drop off a few pamphlets and flyers and cards that I always carry around in my backpack. Evidently, they've got their own literature to promote pedophilia. You know, my suggestion to you, or anyone who reads this, is to celebrate Alice Day by lighting a pink candle in your home, which is just a form of witchcraft in this particular case, I'm convinced, or in public with a small note attached explaining what this holiday is about and what it means to be a girl lover. Sick devils. Then the next guy says, I will be spending the day at a local, uh, basically supermarket, filled with beautiful little girls. Kind of boring, but I will at least wear a pink t-shirt. I doubt anyone will catch on, but you never know, with a little winky sign. Oh, God knows. God knows. May all their ungodly efforts be cursed to the core. May they all be exposed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May God shoot at them with an arrow that all men would see in fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of God's doing. The last guy says, I think the t-shirt thing is just to wear any kind of pink shirt on Alice Day. That way, if any asks if you're a pedophile, you can claim you have no idea what they're talking about. Notice how they, they have this whole thing of denial already in preposition. Like the one guy said, the Jane Seymour necklace. Oh, somebody asked me why I'm wearing it. Oh, it's my dead widow. And then, and then they have all these, these things where they can go into denial mode. Of course, because they're hypocritical devils and liars. So, he says, you can claim you have no idea what they're talking about. And how dare they insinuate such a thing, LOL. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, may, may God visit every one of these devils this night. Oh, may the fear of God rest on them like a thick cloud in the name of Jesus Christ. God knows where they're all at. God knows where they're all right now. He knows where every one of them are at. I pray he dispatch legions and legions of holy angels to these devils. That his judgment would rain down on them. I don't mean, I don't know what more worse you could be than this. I I, I mean, I, I just don't see any redemption for these devils. This is a Tulsa Police Department Child Exploration Unit Public Safety Information Bulletin. I didn't even know about this. This is known as Pedo Bear. 
Pedo Bear as the original internet meme on the left, and the incarnation of Pedo Bear, Pedo Bear handling, handing out free candy at San Diego's Comic-Con Festival. Yeah, here he is, Pedo Bear. A seemingly innocent menace, menace an introduction to Pedo Bear. Now we're going to learn about Pedo Bear. What is Pedo Bear? First, some definitions. Pedophile is one affected with pedophilia. Pedophilia, sexual perversion in which children are the preferred sexual object. An internet meme means a image or catchphrase, catchphrase or concept that spreads rapidly from person to person via the internet, largely through internet-based email blogs, forums, image boards, social networking sites, and instant messaging. Yeah, I was just, I was showing Taylor, and she's like, I see this bear everywhere. I'm like, well, now you know what it means, and I showed her the Jane Seymour necklace, too, and she's like, I see tons of people wearing that. Now, obviously, not everybody wearing the necklace, if a woman's wearing the necklace, you know, no. I mean, I would say 99% of the time, but a man wearing it, it's a woman, it's woman's jewelry, yes. Then you're gonna, you're gonna know. I don't care what excuse they give. No man's going to walk around with with a necklace like that unless there's a reason for it. Um, So, the pedo bear... I'm looking at a picture of this thing, and it's this bear. A real, real cute bear. I mean, you know, real cute bear. But again, this is how pedophiles want to come across. They want to come across as approachable and as cuddly and as fun and as nice as possible. And he's got, literally, he has got a, a bag hanging off his thing off his arm and it says free candy i mean talk about despicable what they will try to use and do to gain access to children so in recent years the pedo pedo bear and again all the pictures are on the pdf that i'm providing you the pedo bear pedo a source a shortened version of pedophile started as an internet meme pedo bear originated in japan as a cartoon meme known for his lecherous nature toward prepubescent children I mean, how sickening. But, I mean, I guess it had a, an honest beginning. The pedo bear literally was a, a cartoon Japan meme known for its lecherous nature toward prepubescent children. Multiple internet postings and photos are available of pedo bear. The, inter- <coughs> the internet postings and photographs some photoshopped and some not, refer to children in a sexually provocative manner. His cute face and non-threatening appearance negate the truth of his sinister, much darker side. And again, just this stuff that we're doing here today. I mean, you never know how this might trigger one person's mind where they were totally clueless, and maybe their child was literally on the verge of abduction, and this... they, They learn this, and they're like, wow, the light bulb comes off, and they avert something. Mega, mega evil that would have happened had they not known something like this. So that hopefully, you know, they're, they're avoiding being, you know, uh, ignorant of Satan's devices. Because these are Satan's devices, what we're pointing out. So, going back, it says, in fact, one of the things that Pedo Bear, uh, make the Pedo Bear popular is the controversy surrounding his licentious love of little girls. Pedo Bear is and should be associated with the internet and pedophiles who reportedly use him to communicate their interests in young children to each other. At the San Diego Comic-Con 2010, in July of this year, law enforcement discovered an individual dressed in a Pedo Bear costume, and I'll give you several pictures of this devil right here on, on the thing, uh, once identified the young man in his costume were excluded from the family-friendly event. 
Following this introduction to Pettibear, it was found that his attendance was documented in photographs, which were readily available on the internet, and his presence is not restricted to this particular event. So it shows this devil here um, with a um, a man, and he's got his little uh, little girl, I think. She's really wee little. She's like two, maybe. And Pettibear posing for photos with attendees of San Diego Comic-Con. And then there's another one of this cute little girl. Um, and she's posing with Pedo Bear at Comic-Con. And, and, you know, it's funny, the only pictures that are available are, are of him and uh, little girls. You know? The use of this event for malignant means became obvious when looking at the pictures and realizing their context disguised as innocence this underground community that would make victims of our children teasingly reaches out to us in the light of day. Law enforcement's concern is what their ultimate intentions could be. Well, we know what that is. Since the Comic-Con law enforcement in San Diego... Um, with this new knowledge of Pedo Bear's existence, has come across Pedo Bear's image in situations during which they were contacting those that exploit or abuse children. The intention of this bulletin is to make the community aware of Pedo Bear's image both on the internet and in reality and alert citizens that his presence may be an indicator of the presence of individuals who have a predilection Deliction to sexually inappropriate or even assaultive behavior. While not an absolute, the image of Pedo Bear should be a sign that you should use caution with whatever situation you're in with these individuals involved. Be aware of your community events and the elements who might be lurking at them. And it shows here, there's a sticker of Pedo Bear um, on the driver's side, right in the, like, the corner of the, uh, the lower corner of the driver's side window. Uh, uh, you know, it looks like it's about four or five inches tall. And uh, so, th- so they've got other ways. They're, they're not just dressing up in bear costumes. They could have a picture of one. They could have it on the car. I mean, these devils have all kind of sick ways of communicating with one another. You know, there are also abbreviations you should be aware of. The intention is to classify their interests for other pedophiles within their ring. And again, I'm not going to go over all these terms. I've already went over a whole bunch of them already. In fact, I've went over almost all of them. Um, but anyway, it gives you the terms that they, their vernacular that they use. Um, and uh, then there are chats or, or message boards which are um, known as CG, the abbreviation of CG is known as Common Ground, a place for pedophiles of both preferences. Common Ground, while being the one that touts of being for all pedophiles, is less used than either of the other forms. Most of the other forms are either GC for girl chat, those favoring girls, or BC for boy chat, those favoring boys. And also pedophile organizations. And I've talked about this one many times, NAMBLA, and I'm not making this stuff up, the North American Man-Boy Love Association. That's what it stands for, NAMBLA. I mean, our wonderful government, the fact that our wonderful government lets something like that exist, how, I mean, it's illegal. (laughs) How could they allow this to exist? Well, freedom of speech. It's illegal. You cannot, I mean, it's a breeding ground for psychopathic. I mean, I would put him in the same range as a serial killer easily. 
I mean, they're, they're, they're as demon-possessed of the toenails as you could get. Uh, but it's it's freedom of speech. Yeah, okay. And then I, I bled, I-B-L-D, International Boy Love Day. Uh, this is an actual pedophile holiday celebrated by them on June 23rd of each year. And then Nugon, which is the pedophile version of Wikipedia. Oh, my word. Cloma, which is child love online media activism. The main message of the pedophile commentators quoted above and, and all pedophiles was that no one cares about abused children because the society refuses to speak of it or even acknowledge that. So in other words, what they're saying is that since us slimy... I'm, I'm talking if they were talking. Here's what they would say. Since us slimy scumbuckets have gotten away with what we're doing for so long that obviously that means no one cares about abused children because society refuses to even speak or expose us slimy scumbuckets. So we might as well go and do what we're going to do because they don't care about them anyway. At least we care about them. Oh yeah, you really care about them. Pure, total, degenerate evil. I believe it is, and then he goes on to say, I believe it's high time to change that, and I have something in mind to deal with it, and I don't know what that, what he's in reference to there, uh, but it says, I will sue me posting it, be prepared to stand with me, never forget. Now, again, the, the primary way to fight this is on your knees, okay? But also, you know, if you're out in public and something comes up and, and God, you know, the, you can also be proactive as well, and I don't mean going around getting into physical altercations, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if it came down to that, <laughs> I sure would. Because, <laughs> I, you know, you, you don't, don't, don't be messing with, with, with little kids <laughs> like that, you know. Not if I'm around. I don't have any tolerance for this stuff. I don't have any tolerance for this, you know. Um, <laughs> I don't think anything gets me madder than this. I really don't. So anyway, um, it says, be prepared to stand with me, never forget. In the fight against child sexual abuse, there are two sides. For, uh, for or against, those fighting for are pulling no punches. Those against, uh, um, can those against say the same? Yeah, because these people are taking us very seriously, is the point he's trying to make. And we also need to take it very seriously to push back this evil. Um, you know, to defend the cause of these little ones, of these innocent little ones, you know, which is a righteous thing to do. Um, and I could give you a whole bunch of Bible verses on that as well. Now, I've done many teachings on this subject, okay? Uh, maybe not on this specific thing about the pedophile symbols, but in totality, this is going to add to what I've already done. Uh, one of them is a six-part study I did entitled Child Porn... Pedophilia pandemic and high, the high-level cover-up. Six parts. Gut-wrenching. But true. And, you know, stuff we need to know about. Uh, then there's... Um, I've listed all the ones having to do with pedophilia here at the end of the study. It's going to be on page... Probably on, in page 17 when everything's said and done. Then the next one is uh, Catholic p priest pedophiles. Because they've got their own little pedophile army in the Catholic priesthood. And then Disney exposed, eight-part teaching on that and how Disney is totally in the pedophilia business. Eight parts on Disney alone. Another gut-wrenching study to do. But, 
you know what? Disney is pure evil. Pure evil. So, uh, last thing, I had an email from a listener, Brian, and uh, it was a listener comment on episode 606 from Henry Groover, The Prayer Walker. And there's a link here to this actual teaching. Now, like I had said before, I'm going, I, uh, I skipped last week, but please bear in mind, I haven't taken any time off. Um, I'm not taking any vacation or anything like that. I work the whole time just trying to catch up, uh, refine. I made some improvements with uh, some of the ways I'm actually um, hopefully going to be um, doing the audios themselves. Uh, just caught up on a lot of different things because it's it's as the ministry grows and all the emails flood in and as the email list grows and as the information is being bombarded because things are just happening so quickly, uh, it's getting harder and harder to do studies every week. I'll be honest. It's getting very hard because there's so much to contend with, one person to contend with on just a weekly basis that... It's getting harder and harder for me to do that and keep up with all the emails that keep pouring in. So I took, um, although I didn't take it off, I didn't do a study last week. And I, as I said before, I'm not doing one the next week, okay? But what you may want to do is avail yourself to this teaching. It's about a four-hour study, okay? The link at the end of this, which will be on page 17, about a four-hour study and um, uh, on... The Henry Groover, The Prayer Walker. And I'm just going to read you the email that I got. The interview, hi Scott, this interview goes along the path of what you were doing in Florida regarding stargates, portals, casting demons off lands, this type of thing. After one year of prayer, this witchcraft shop here in town folded up and left and now has been replaced by a sports shop fishing. Uh, we seem to follow along the same line when experiences are talked about. In other words, he prayed regarding this particular witchcraft shop and it it folded after about a year okay now we all have the same power regarding what we can accomplish through prayer and fasting and these types of things i don't have the time anymore to do some of what i was doing before even though my time was limited back then now it's a lot more and these are things that i really believe that god has uh, given us you know the power through prayer fasting and, and obviously prayer is multiplied when you have other people helping you to do now where did i talk about that there's a teaching that i did called my testimony and supernatural experiences he actually provided me the link here and i posted it here so you can click on it so you can hear really it's my testimony and a lot of things i've been through and he goes on to say it starts off with milk to lay the foundation then in about the uh 150 minute mark the meat starts to be talked about and this is not for the faint of heart i've been doing the same thing you were doing with praying against and claiming back the land so as i continue to pray over tampa florida the study i'm sending you will help your listeners to grasp how deep this rabbit hole goes all i'm telling you is that i've applied these principles and i've seen some the lord work in some amazing ways now i don't want to get like all crazy pentecostal charismatic or anything either Okay, because I mean, I, I know that, that, that some of the people that do this are off into that. And Henry Groover himself, I would consider him, I would consider him more along Pentecostal lines. Okay, um, but all I'm telling you is that he's done some things I have never, ever seen anyone on the planet Earth do. And seeing God use him in certain ways that I don't really know of any other person on the face of the planet 
And I'm talking high-level witchcraft this man's dealt with. High. The highest that you could get into. Far greater than anything I've ever done. In fact, I've actually, most of the principles that I've applied with, like, what you would hear in the supernatural teachings are from, I learned from Henry Groover. And really, it's from the Bible, okay? It's everything he's relating, he has a Bible verse to justify it. That's why I like him. And he only uses the King James Bible. Okay, so it's not like it's some charismatic fringe group or whatever. It's actually everything he's doing, there's specific King James Bible verses that he's relating back to that gives him the authority to do what he's doing. And I guarantee you, you've probably never heard any of this stuff. But it's all in the Bible, what he's doing. And so um, um, I've actually refined, I had a... uh, you know, I need to do that. I had a, a document that I had put together regarding this. And what I'll do is I'm going to post it at the end of this PDF. And what I did the other night is as I listened to this four-hour teaching, um, I refined it some more. Okay? And, yeah, is, is there things that would possibly be open to debate about some of this stuff? Yeah, but all I'm telling you is I've seen results with this. And I do believe he's a man of God. And pretty much everything that he does, he can give you a Bible verse as to why he's talking about this. And just some amazing scriptural principles you probably never heard. I'm going to go ahead and post the actual prayer guidelines at the end of this PDF. So this is the revised one that I just put together. I actually had a document, but I probably, the other night, I added a whole bunch more Bible verses to it. And then I also um, added a lot of actual specific things that if you wanted to try to implement this, it would kind of be, I don't want to say one-stop shopping, but you would already have a lot of the scriptural tenets already in place in the Bible verses. And you could print this document out. You could probably copy and paste it, print it, print it out, and then take it with you, and actually have this stuff. Uh, I believe if there were a lot of people doing this, that they, you know, that could make a gigantic impact against against Satan. It's not for everyone, in, in a way, because it's, it's pretty heavy duty, what, you know, he gets into, but to a certain extent, all of us can do it. There's no doubt about it. And so, anyway, um... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and post that, and that's all I have for today. But what I was going to say is, I'm not going to be here next week, so this would be a good, like, just consider this the study for next week. If you want to listen to something, listen to this. It's about four hours. Um, it's It would be, like, I'll consider a very long study that I'm doing. And you'll get into this. A, a, a wonderful man. I've met him, personally. I actually went um, a long time ago when he spoke and um, in uh, West Palm Beach, and I met him, and just a very humble, um, wonderful Christian. I mean, can't help but love the guy. I mean, if you don't like this guy, I mean, there's something wrong. I mean, particularly as a Christian, you know. But um, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, I will. I'm going to add on to this PDF, and uh, it'll actually be quite a bit longer than 17 pages now, and. Uh, that way you'll have plenty to occupy yourself for the next two weeks between this teaching and 
this Henry Groover teaching. So, anyway, God bless you, and I uh, would pray for us. Uh, travel mercies, we're going to go visit some family um, up in Ohio, and I'm praying about seeing what doors the Lord may open regarding that, and uh, um, try to witness to my grandma before on several occasions, center tapes and things like this, uh, center my testimony of my mom and dad, how they got saved, in which my mom's her daughter, and, uh, but you know, God can do miraculous things. She's, she's, you know, she's Catholic, so she is, saw a side of her before that I had never seen. It was my first experience with, uh, with, uh, Catholics. It was a sweet lady, but boy, oh boy, I, I saw a side of her I never thought existed. But you will see that many times when you try to witness to somebody. You can't force somebody to get saved, you know, but the Lord can open the doors and I'm, I'm hoping that, um, um, that might possibly happen this time. So anyway, God bless you, and we will see you, uh, Lord willing, in a couple of weeks. I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and time you've given us. We praise you. We bless your holy name, Lord God. Um, I pray you bless my listeners, Lord God, in the body of Christ, and all these little ones, Lord God, in the world, whether they're, whether they're in the womb, Lord God, whether they're babies, whether they're Children, I just pray to God for your protective hand to be upon them, Lord God, that you would you would hide them, Lord God, from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, that your angels would encamp around about them, around about the body of Christ and my listeners, Lord God, around about the godly men and women of God in the world um, and, and their ministries and these types of things, and that you would use us mightily for your glory, that through us that uh, many souls would be saved that you would forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you would cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.